When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Them. Well, let's get to the cricket because India won the second test in Delhi by six wickets. The Aussies went into day three in a really strong position and then nothing went right. To tell us about it is our next guest, former Aussie cricketer Steve O'Keefe. Uh, Sock, thanks for your time. Good morning, Kane. Good morning, Nathan. Yeah, boys, I'm. Uh, it should be a good morning, but I'm in disbelief. Uh, after that performance from the Aussies last night, it was the the proactive again morphed into hyperactivity and what was a really good lead um, overnight and getting ahead in India just turned into a, I guess we're becoming accustomed, now, accustomed to it now, just another collapse and, uh, you know, India strolling over the line and, and securing the Border Gavaskar trophy. So, yeah, a little bit, little bit upset this morning. I think the first question and the, the place to start, Stephen, is, is, you know, what's your sweep like? <laughs> I certainly put it away this morning. The missus wasn't happy, but the broom is nowhere. It's been thrown off the balcony somewhere down in the Corso in Manly. Um, I mean, what was the plan going into the game? I mean, it just seemed that listening to Jadeja, watching how the Indians batted, even watching how the Australians batted in their first innings, it wasn't a shot that you could play on that wicket because of the variable bounce and the variable being on the lower side. Um, you know, it was quite triggering watching the Indians at, at 1 to 60. They had a team meeting. You could see the next morning it was Ashwin, Jadeja, Aksar Patel and three bowling coaches. And then listening to, to Jadeja at the end, he goes, I knew they were going to be proactive. I knew they were going to try and come out and score runs. My plan was going to be simple, try and hit the stumps and allow them to make mistakes. And it came to fruition in a, in a really horrible way for the Australians. And the thing that I can't get my head around is at 1 for 60, overnight they would have had time to talk and digest and sleep on it um, they've obviously come out and thought that was the best plan to go ahead about playing being proactive scoring quickly but the times that you beat India and we're ahead and we very rarely get in that position is by grinding them into the dirt and it just didn't seem like anyone was willing to apply themselves that a long period of time let the pitch wear out build some pressure because 150 to 200 run lead is a different story um, and potentially a match winning lead so Again, again, we got so close, um, but yet so far, and we're down 2 0 in the series. And when you look at hindsight, it's wonderful, but the, the mistakes that the Australians have made, the, the preparation and, and the lack of a tour game, taking any number of injured players, Steve, that clearly weren't ready to play, then the shot selection and the strategy around their batting approach. I mean, the, there are a number of significant errors that they have made. Yeah, I think, I mean, the right word there is hindsight, isn't it? You're looking back and, you know, the, the plan not to play a tour game. I know when we went over last time in 2017, we did play a tour game. We prepared for two weeks in Dubai. And personally, I found that really refreshing. I was around the group that I didn't really know because I hadn't been playing a lot. We played a lot in Dubai in the heat, just got accustomed to the conditions. And there was this really strong focus and mentality of, like, being unemotional about whatever they throw at us. And it, it served us well. You know, we were in a fighting spirit, yet it was a losing series. This time, there is some planning around what they did. They planned to go over a bit later because they felt like the tour game, they're just going to dish up a green top and it's pointless for our batters to go over there. We're going to go in with our plans uh, and we're going to stick to them. Um, but 
I mean, in India, the game is forever evolving and it evolves over five days as well. What works on day one isn't going to work on day three. And, you know, I haven't seen day four and day five, but again, it evolves as the game moves on. So I think everything comes into question. I really, you know, I think we've also got to, as fans, know that this Australian team is number one still in the world. India have lost two tests, I think, in 44 tests now at home. They are a dominant powerhouse. They are very hard to beat. They're very hard to get close to. So I hope they take these learnings from these last two tests because I look at guys like Murphy and Kurnam and young guys right going into that team with 200 on the board. If they had been able to manage to get a win, imagine what that sort of confidence would have done for those blokes and the rest of the team going forward, not only into the rest of the series, but five, ten years down the track when they'll be touring again knowing, hey, we've got a method or a recipe for success. We know what it's like to win. Here it is, boys. We can do it. Uh, unfortunately, I feel like now there's a bit of scar tissue developing. And and over there, once you get behind, um, they've got a big long break now. You know, there'll be a lot of thinking and soul searching. But once you get behind in India, it is not a fun place to be at all. Mm. Obviously, um, we're in a good position, though, Steve. So what does the does the leadership, to your knowledge, does the leadership of the, of the Australian test side at the moment, either in the playing group or in the coaches, do they have the capacity to, to say, okay, let, let, we'll let the result go because we didn't, we haven't achieved what we wanted to? Do they, they say, okay, we need to now look forward. What can we learn in this next, these next opportunities? Like who do we play? Look to the future, a method, mm-hmm. a process. Do they mm-hmm. have the capacity to see opportunity in this next, um, yeah, in the next test? Yeah, I think so. I think that's the way that you have to think. And I, I know they will. I know, was, you know, I mean, I was really backing Australia in and felt like they were going to win this test. And this was before a ball was bowled. And like you said, we did did get ahead. And I felt like the plans in the first winning, first inning was correct. But looking forward, I mean, we've got the likes of Cameron Green, Mitchell Stark coming back into the side. And I think they're both big inclusions for obvious reasons. Mitchell Stark bowls 140 Ks, but he'll create rough for the likes of Todd Murphy and Nathan Lyon, which I think will be pivotal. I think the all-round capabilities of someone like Cameron Green, when we went into the last test with one fast bowler, which was Pat Cummins, which when winning the toss seemed like a really good idea. But now Cameron Green coming in will give you that flexibility. So they have to believe and look back. You know, cricket's a game where you, you're always looking forward to the next ball, the next game, the next the next delivery, so to speak. But by by Doing that, you need to plan and, and assess by looking back. So the Australians need to go back and have a look at where they made mistakes. They've all got plan A, plan B, plan C, and that is a really strong leadership group in there in Pat Cummins, in Steve Smith, um, in Dave Warner, Josh Hazelwood, I could go on, who have been around and toured a lot and played a lot in India. They need to put their heads together, like I'm sure they have been. You know, stay cool, calm and collected and come up with a, uh, a, a way of, of breaking down this Indian song, which is very hard to do. Now, we've seen moments of it. We had them seven for 140 in the first innings. I thought we are going to go in with an 80-run lead, 100-run lead, and we're not losing that test, I guarantee you. Um, but it's the Indians who are able to dig in and find a way to get close. And then at one for 60, we're ahead again. Travis Head, fantastic innings, was proactive. But then I feel like it was a, a false lure um, in, in a sense that we all felt like that's the way we had to play, and it wasn't. Uh, we all got out sweeping. Um, which was just not the way to go about it, clearly, on that wicket. And uh, as I said, we've got a 10-day break now. You know, I'd suggest that that group just goes away, does what they need to do, have some fun, experience the culture for three or four days, and then they get back in there, have a couple of naughty boy net sessions and rub their heads together and go, right, let's fight and let's see if we can find a way to beat them. (laughs) What's a naughty boy net session? 
Oh, there's, I've had a few of them, boys. It generally involves whenever you've been late for, for various reasons to a team bus or you've put in a, a performance which is probably not your, your best, then you generally get stuck in the nets or 20 catches or high catches. Generally, it's the coach just, just reminding you a little bit that, um, you know, your, your performances... Uh, and your actions are on show the whole time. So uh, generally, after a big loss, you get it. I don't imagine Andrew McDonald's like that, but um, some coaches action. in the past, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What um, uh, you, so, you mentioned right. about gr- you mentioned about grinding it out um, and being mm. in a position where you just need to stay in a little bit longer. I mean, I, as a as a layman, mate, tell me, does twenty twenty cricket and one day, or even yeah, you know, twenty twenty cricket and Big Bash is that the reason why? Yeah, do we see a little less patience at the at the test level because of that? I think I think that, that would be an easy excuse, and maybe I think it's it's broadened the game. And, and to use a good example, would be the England cricket team at the moment. Ten from eleven tests, they've got a run rate that's close to five. They call it baseball, and it's bloody entertaining. I couldn't give two craps about the game that's going, the test that's going on in between England and New Zealand, except for the fact that it's England playing New Zealand with a pink ball and they're going out there scoring at a run of ball. So they're trying to make Test cricket entertaining. And to Test cricket to survive, it needs to remain entertaining. I think amongst the big nations like India, uh, England and Australia, it really is uh, something that our fans engage in. The rest of the world, I think it's sort of dropping off a little bit. So we need to find ways to keep it entertaining um, uh, in certain areas. So T20, yes, does play a role. But these guys that we're looking at, there's a high cricket intellect over there, guys who've played a lot of cricket, who can switch from form to form to form. So maybe it is a part of the reason, but it is now just the norm and the nature of the beast that these guys are stepping off T20 cricket onto a plane and playing test cricket. And I'd like to think the guys who are 30-plus would have that now, be able to pull their game back and be able to play sensibly or the way that the pitch and the conditions dictate and then learn from that and continue to try and play in the way that the game desires. Steve, thanks for joining us and trying to make some sense of what went down in India yesterday. Appreciate your time. Good on you, Kane. Good on you, Nathan. Thanks for the call. SEN cricket expert Steve O'Keefe joining us there. He's right. There's some time off before the next test. I think the third test is on the 1st of March. I think that's correct, Brooksy. So, yeah, the the players will lick their wounds and have a naughty net session and try and work out what the hell went wrong. (laughs) Naughty net session. Your biggest belief that you wouldn't go over and actually play in the conditions. Or, or, or prepare a little bit better. Like I know that, with, like cricketers spend a long time away from their families, from home. But to not do that is is a failure in preparation. I'm going to use a, a, another tennis analogy again, but it's it is it's like going from the hard courts and playing at Wimbledon and not hitting at all, practicing on grass. On grass. Yeah. It's. It, It is extraordinary. Uh, There's a number of mistakes that they have made that they will reflect on.